0: Good morning. It's good to see you out there by the eye of faith, I guess, because uh, once again, this uh, building is empty just for a couple. Uh, but we're glad you're here and your support and all that you do. Um, hopefully, uh, very soon, we will be back together. Uh, but right now, we're just coming to you through this uh, opportunity we have today to share the good news of God's Word. But before we do that, I just want to take us to God in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord God, as we call upon your name once again today, God, as you have called me to preach your Word, Father, help me to decrease So that you may increase, Father Lord God, in the study, Father Lord God, that we have uh, been reading and praying and studying this past week, Father. God, may your words come out as you would have them to come. And God, may the spirit of that come forth, Father Lord God, God, that will show us and convict us and enlighten us, Father Lord God. God, and encourage us, Father Lord God, to whatever it needs to do, Father Lord God. May it help us to know, Father god that you're still god you're on the throne and father you know all things and father we pray today god that soon will we be back together into this house father god fellowshipping and worshiping once again but until then father may we keep on keeping on for the glory of the gospel and we pray all these things in jesus name and amen Well, we are preparing our building for gathering once again, and and we've been shut off from being together uh, since March the 8th, and it seems like an eternity ago. Uh, But as we prepare the building for coming together, I I would like to ask every person that comes to Grace Missionary Baptist Church to do something uh, to prepare for this time of gathering once again. And that's what I would like to ask everyone to do, and that is simply this, pray. I would like to ask each one to be praying, and you might say, well, I have been and I am, but I'm going to get in just a moment here into a particular type of prayer uh, that I want you to pray. Uh, but for today's reading, I'm going to read out of the book of St. Matthew, chapter 6, And I just want to read a couple of verses there. Uh, And I would title my message today, Shut the Door. Uh, So as we turn in Matthew chapter 6, before I read those two verses there, uh, chapter 5 through 7 starts Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. And those 107 verses of his sermon, I want you to know something. He teaches us about many things, and one of those things he teaches us about is prayer. Uh, So in Matthew chapter 6, I'd like to read, and I'm going to start. uh, I I will start in verse 1, but I want to focus on 5 and 6. So in Matthew 6 and verse 1 Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them, otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, Let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, and that thine alms be in secret, and the Father which seeth him secret himself shall reward thee openly that's talking about giving and the offerings and and that that you would give and don't let it be known of what you give and and boast about what you give because listen it's god that gave it to you to begin with but we want to go on down and as we said we want to speak about prayer so we're going to focus on these next two verses and when jesus thou thou and when thou prayest Uh, "...thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray, standing in in the synagogue and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But you, but thou, when you pray, enter into your closet, and when thou hast shut the door... Pray to the Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth thee in secret shall reward thee openly. Uh, So we want to stop right there, and in those two verses Jesus talking about in this Sermon on the Mount, we want to speak to you today about private prayer, about prayer uh, uh, when there is no one around but you and God. Uh, Today I want us to speak about that and you know we've all heard and maybe we've got signs in our home or our offices uh, where it says prayer changes things. I want us to know prayer does change things but private prayer will change you and that's what's really important that private prayer changes us because it gives us the strength that we need. It gives us the, uh, the perspective on what prayer truly is. And you know the song we sing, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Uh, it says, Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. He's talking about private prayer in this song as well. Uh, So listen here. uh, What we want to talk to you today about going into that closet, if you will, into that place of private prayer, and after you have went in your room, Shut the door and let it be just you and God. And it's important for that today. Uh, Priscilla Schreier, uh, uh, the uh, author of Fervent and the movie War Room, uh, called it her War Room. And it's so important today uh, that you have such a place as this. I, I, some friends of ours, our neighbors across the street, uh, they have a winter home down in Florida. And it come to me here, and I will share this. They have a home down in Florida. And, and before this pandemic started, we got to go to Florida. And we spent a few days with them back in early February before, before we moved on down in Florida. But in that spending some time with them and the beautiful home they have there, Uh, The room we stayed in, uh, you could see that they had, she had, a walk-in closet. You could see that was her war room. And you could see that Jean took prayer seriously. And so my friend today, I'm just telling you, and I'm telling each and every one today, that we need to know uh, that we need to have a room where we can go to war against the wiles of the devil, where we can go to war against the enemies that are trying to encamp around our families, our church families, or whoever it means. We can go to war because the Bible tells us in the book of James, the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, the prayer of a righteous person will cause great things to happen, is what James is saying there. So listen here, how important that is how that we have a place that we can go to pray privately. And and as we read this here, notice in verse 5, verse 6, and verse verse 7, Jesus says, When you pray... Listen, here first, he's already taken for granted that you do pray. And may I tell you today, if you don't pray very often, you ask yourself, because you're the only one who truly knows this answer, you and God, how often do you pray? Well, you might say, well, I pray before every meal, or I pray before this, or I pray when I go to bed. How often do you have that talk with Jesus, that one-on-one time where you truly pray in this time? Type of private prayer. And may I tell you today, it is so important that we have this. Because he's when you pray, and now he tells us, uh, before he tells us what to do, uh, Jesus and the words are written in red. If you have uh, that Bible with the letters in red, that's Jesus Christ. Like I said, this is part of his sermon that he had on that mount there. And so what he tells us, first of all, he tells us what not to do. And notice what he says here in verse 5. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the street, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Notice what he said. He called them hypocrites. Hypocrites, that's a person that wants people to think that there's something that they truly are not. Uh, my friend, I want to tell you something today. Uh, he called him a hypocrite and he said they were standing in the synagogues. Why would they do that? In that day and time people would go into the synagogues there and they would gather together and, and someone would stand and he would uh, the hypocrite uh, would start to pray and people would be drawn to that person's prayer. May I tell you today I think of people today in my life uh, that I can remember as growing up that when they prayed, you knew that the doors of heaven opened up and God heard every word. And I believe that's all because that they knew how to pray and they weren't praying to be heard or seen of men. And that's what he said there because they said they loved to pray. And that's okay. We too should love to pray. But it said standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets. And what he's meaning there, and they would not just go to a street, but they would go to one where they were intersections at. So therefore, they would get more people coming through. And they would stand there and they would pray pray. pray. And why? Because they wanted to be seen of men. May I tell you today, if your prayer is just praying that you can be heard of man, or even say that your prayer might even be that you can just say, I prayed today and that's all it was. My friend, I want you to tell you something. You have your reward. And let me share with you real quickly here. I want to find it. Over in the book of uh, uh, Luke here, I want to share with you in the 18th chapter. Jesus speaking again, and he talks about this uh, uh, same thing. He said, two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a Republican. And the Pharisee stood in the, and prayed thus with himself, God, I, listen how many times, I thank you that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. Now let me stop right here and tell you something. Where was this man at? This man was in the temple. This man was in church. So what was he doing? He thought he was praying, but he was looking around and he was seeing other people. And he was thinking about what that person was or what that person did or how that person lived. And my friend, if you come into the church house and you look around and you see other people and you start to judge them because what you think you've heard from them or what you heard about that person or see about that person or what you know about how this person lives. I want to tell you something. You need to bend upon your knees right now and you need to pray, God, forgive me. This Pharisee here didn't do that. He was in the church. But he looked around and he started nitpicking, if you will. And everybody, over there is Brother Joe, and over here is Sister Sally, and over there is so and so, and I know what they are, and they're an extortioner, and this one here is an adulterer, and this, and he goes on and goes on. But he said, Listen here. He said, And I thank you that I'm not even like this publican here, this poor little insignificant nobody. Listen here today, I want to tell you something here. Um, you might not think that you have anything in your life that you can contribute, or you may be looked upon, or looked down upon in the world, but if you've got Jesus Christ in your heart and life, and if you know that you know you're a child of God, and you know that one day that He's going to call your name, and you're going to answer, here am I, and you know that one day you're going to leave this body to be present with the Lord, you've got all the riches and wealth that this world can have to give you, my friend. You've got I'm far more better than that but listen that's why this man prayed Jesus said don't pray like that don't pray as picking out on others there well this man he said he went on in that verse he said I thank you that I'm not like other men or extortioners and adulterers or servants or even this public and then he started bragging about himself I fast twice in a week and I give tithes of all that I possess that's not the way to pray And that's what Jesus is saying here. That is not the way to pray. So think about that. That's what he's telling us here. Uh, uh, That is not the way to be seen in men because, listen here, may I tell you today uh, that if that's the type of prayer that you're praying, uh, listen here. And listen to this now. Uh, The issue is not uh, uh, the act of prayer that this man prayed. The issue is not the manner of prayer this man prayed. This issue was not the place of prayer that this man prayed, uh, but the issue was his motivation. His motivation was simply uh, to be seen of men. His motivation was simply to be thought of as somebody who had a great prayer. May I tell you today, your prayers, my friend, that God hears are the prayers that come from the heart, and that's what he wants to hear. And he told us right here, he said, listen here, they have their reward. May I tell you, you know what he wanted to do? It was their motivation. He said that they may be seen of others that's what this man wanted to do he just wanted to be seen of others and listen here I'm going to tell you today we're talking about shutting the door kind of prayer where you're privately praying when there's no one around and listen here their audience was man rather than God who prayed like this and by the time this man says amen he has already received everything that he's going to get for his prayers because it was a vain glory it goes on to say and that's what he wanted there he wanted to have that glory That people would lift him up. But what he tells us to pray? He tells us to pray. He says, When you, in verse 6, he said, Listen to me now. In verse 6 of chapter 6, he says this Now, but when, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, Pray to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. You know what he talks about here? He's talking about going into a room, going into a place. Uh, uh, Some translations call it closet. Others are calling the rooms. And we'll come back to that maybe in just a moment here. Uh, but what he's telling us, first of all, is that this is talking about praying privately. Uh, and it's just as important as it is to pray publicly. It's important also to pray privately because Jesus says the rewards of uh, private prayer will be rewarded openly. And my friend, I want to tell you something You're praying maybe for your children. You're praying for your brother or family member or somebody uh, that's not where they need to be in their walk with God now. I'm going to tell you, when you go into that private room, when you go into that private place, and you close the door and you pray, uh, my friend, I'm going to tell you something. God said He will reward you openly. And that's basically saying you pray and you continue to pray without wavering but faith-believing, and God will give you the desire desires of your heart and I'm going to tell you today God will answer your prayer you just need to continue you know what the secret of prayer is secret prayer yeah That's truly the secret of prayer It's simply having secret prayer or private prayer. Now listen here, and the rewards you have there when you have that secret prayer is you can have just a little talk with Jesus. We sing that song here at Grace so often, uh, just a little talk with Jesus. Do you have that private room you go to? Do you have that private place, that prayer closet? May I tell you today that there are too many prayer closets in our churches today that are full of cobwebs because they have been vacant for so long. Get into your prayer closet, sweep it out, clean it out, get on your knees and pray to God and make it that place that Jesus Christ told us to make up one, to get one, to go to how important that is you know what shut the door he said you go into that closet you go into that place you shut the door what's he saying here shut the door means simply to get alone time and be alone with god be there you might say, well, I don't really have a closet in my house I can go to. I don't really have. Listen here, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, whether it's a closet, whether it's a room, or wherever, you need to have a place that you can go to, and you can spend some time in prayer one-on-one with God. Listen here, Isaac went out into a field and prayed. We read back in Genesis there, How uh, Jesus went up onto a mountain and prayed, and Peter went up onto a housetop and prayed. So listen here, whether Whether it's a closet, a room, a a field, or whether it's a mountaintop, or whether it's a rooftop. Listen here, the point is, get a place to pray, and solitary place to pray, and go pray to God. This private place needs to be that kind of place where you can be unseen, where you can be undistracted, and you can be unheard by others. Because, my friends, when you know you're all alone with God, you'll truly pour your heart out to Him. You'll truly open that up. You'll open up your heart and you'll pray to God. May I ask you today, where is your closet place? Where is your private room that you go to? Do you have one right now? You'll know whether or not you have one. Maybe you say, well, I go to, I've got a little place out in the barn I go to, or I've got a place down in the basement I go to. Listen here, the point is, do you go there? Do you go, not only you might say, I have a place, but do you go to that place? And do you pray in that place? Do you pray privately? Because when you pray privately, let me tell you something. When you pray like that, And you get bad news from a doctor. you got a feeling everything's going to be okay. You go to a place like that and you pray and you you frequent that place. And and your employer says, I'm sorry, we're going to have to lay you off uh, for a while. You know what? You're going to automatically put your faith in God you will wonder, oh, what am I going to do now? Because you have been to that place, you have been on your knees, and you have trusted in one who has delivered you, and he said he will reward you openly. Where's your place? Do you have a place? May I tell you today, if you have that place, My prayer here for grace and every member in grace. My prayer is for if you got a place, use it. If you don't have a place, get one. Get that place. I know uh, listening to Dr. Charles Stanley... He was We listened to him this the other day on the TV, and he was talking about when he was young and, and in his ministry, and he had a couple of children there. He said when he was praying, uh, he just asked for a little cinder block house or a little cinder block room to uh, be built out in the back of his house. And he said, once that block building or square room, a little room was built, he said the only thing he had in there, he said he had some blocks on either side and he had an old wooden door laid across for the top to be a desk for him. He had that and he had an old chair and he had a mat laying on the floor and that was all that was in that little cinder block room. But he said he would go in there and he would go into that place and he would kneel on his knees or he'd lay out prostrate before God and he would pray and pray and pray until he knew that God was going to be there regardless of the circumstance that God was going to make a way. He would be there until he had that talk with Jesus that he was satisfied with you know he said it wasn't until years later Andy Stanley told him that when his dad would go in there to pray that Andy and his sister at times would follow him in there and they would hear and see their daddy uh, laying on that mat praying or bowed down and on his bended knees praying And so they would get down there, and they would pray beside of him. May I tell you something? You find you a place to pray. You get in that place, and you pray in that place. And God will reward you for doing that. Do you have a place? If you do, every member of grace, I want you to use it before we come back in here. I want you to use it and I want you to know uh, uh, that there will be a number of people who will have went there before we gather back. If we do that, uh, then there will be a number of people who would have went to their uh, prayer closet and they would have shut the door and they would have opened their hearts up to God and prayed that God would be a great time of the feeling and moving of the Holy Spirit when we gather back. Because may I tell you today when we come into the church uh, we want to feel good we want to be blessed we want to go away uh, feeling good about it but I'm going to tell you today it starts a long time before you come into the church house it starts way back early in the week and when you go into that private place and you shut the door and you pray and you ask God God search my heart and see if there be any unclean thing in me and renew a right spirit in me oh God and when we start praying like that God the Holy Spirit my friend will come upon us and he will reveal to us and he will strengthen us and he will give us scripture he will enlighten us of what we need to do he will show us that it's patience he will show us that he's with us and we're never alone so may I ask you today do you have a private place Do you have a room or a closet? Do you have a place you go to? My friend, you know as well as I, if you've got that kind of place, why uh, Priscilla Schreier called it a war room, because you do go to war in that room. You will go to war in there. Because, my friend, when you go to war, there's one thing Satan doesn't want you to do. Satan don't want you to pray from your heart. He don't mind if you pray like the public or like the Pharisees did. He don't mind if you go into the temple and you say the love to pray. He don't mind those kind of prayers because he knows that they have no reward and they aren't going anywhere that they're just doing anything that they're doing. It would be the uplift man, the one praying. He don't care about one, but when you go with a desire deep and strong up in your heart that you say, God, I've got family, or God, I've got a church family. God, I've got a problem, or God, I'm." when you go and you pray to God in such a way and you will shut the door, you're unseen, undisturbed, and unheard. I want you to know something here. God will be in that presence with you. You'll feel that when you come out of that place. May I ask you today, before we gather back here, and we gather maybe next Sunday or the following, it's going to be very soon. Watch our website and listen for our one call going out. But it's going to be pretty soon. But before we do, I encourage and I beg, if you will, every person... It comes to grace to go in your prayer closet and you pray. Whether you're a member of grace or not, you attend another church and you're listening. You go, you find your prayer place, your prayer room, wherever it might be. Like I said, Isaac's was out in, the, out, out in the desert place, out in the wilderness, wherever yours is, okay? I've got a couple. One's out, one's inside. But boy, do I love being with them. Let us bow our head. Our Heavenly Father, Lord God, I pray today that those that have heard this message today, God, whether or not they attend grace or whether, wherever they may be, Father, Lord, first off, let them know, Lord God, the secret to prayer is secret or private prayer. May they realize, Father, Lord God, this st- secret to strength in power of prayer, Father is having been on their knees before, Lord God, they start their day having been on their knees before they come to church. Lord, when we come to church, we will be prayed up and ready to go. Father, I pray for those. And God, if those here today, Lord God, that are listening, God, if they don't have a private place God I pray that this message convicts them that Lord that they'll go and find them a place they'll get that place and God they'll go there and God they'll open their heart out to you and they'll pray God search my heart God may every member of grace do that that when we meet again God will be like Isaiah when he said he saw the Lord and the temple was filled with smoke so thick you could feel it and God, I pray for that. Pray for all of those today, Lord God, and all that we're going through, Lord God. Let us know this too shall pass. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you. We'll see you again.